0: Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermaine and Adrian Barrage. Quarter is a veteran footy scribe with hands so small, he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Earth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello,
1: Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 Grand Final, except he got dropped
0: after the prelim. Oh! don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. And welcome to the Quarters and Barra podcast. I'm Glenn Quatermain, Chief Sports Reporter for the West Australian. With me is Adrian Barrich, Channel 7 Newsreader and Presenter, Perth Football Club President and former West Coast Eagles great. We are brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on one 858 858 if you have any issues. Barra, how
1: are you doing? I'm going well, mate. Yes, definitely not a great, as everyone knows, 47 games. but 47 mate,
0: it's more than I have any chance <laughs> of playing, mate. You
1: and I, 47 between us. Well, it would
0: have been 300 except for my incredibly small <laughs> hands, nevertheless.
1: Mate, I was just doing my footy tipping for this weekend, yes. which we'll get to, oh. and you're the guru. No, and, not anymore. And I've looked at the ladder, and, mate... Basil Zemplis, the Lord Mayor of Perth, has drawn level with you. <laughs> well, how do you – mate, I would sense. Mate, come on. You can got, you sense How are you feeling? Oh, uh, a- feel? he doesn't put his tips in, he just goes for the
0: favourites. I'm up and about. <laughs> you
1: know you, what? Are you, you know, filthy,
0: know what? Are you? you know what? No, no, I'm up and about. And I'm glad you mentioned it. <laughs> what, are you do? You mentioned what are you going to do? I am glad you mentioned it. What are you going to do? Well, i tell you why I'm up and about. It was getting a bit boring up there. I was like Sir oh, Edmund Hillary God, with his faithful Sherpa. I was looking around and I just am wanted I to Sherpa? share the joy of planting the flag on top of Everest. And there was no one around. Who am I? Tenzing. I'm, I'm Tenzing. I was, Tenzing I was saying, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you were. But – It was getting a bit boring. So anyway, they've caught me, but I can tell you this much, Barrett. They've caught you. Unlike most tipsters (laughs) who just pick the favourites, and I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. No, of course not. Unlike most tipsters, I'll tell you what I'm going to do this week. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to sit. Oh, this will be good. Okay. I'm not going to sit back and relax. Right. I'm going to get on the front foot, and I'm going to have a fair income crack over the 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 end of the season. I'm going to tip who I think's going to win, not who the necessarily who the favourites are. And that's what I do. That's what I've done all year. So if you want to come and get me, here I am. (laughs) That's what I'm saying to all you blokes who are chasing and ladies who are chasing me down come and get me here oh, I am I
1: wish the cameras were in here no, today to see of, your face there you a were so couple of 50 50s <laughs> in this round and i tell you what let's see how we go I've seen your face like that normally it's after a couple of beers at the footy <laughs> and there's something going on someone's bagged the Hawks or something <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: up and about I and like, it. it's, it's exciting So you've got to win it you might... can't win it just by sitting back and picking yeah pick. I know where's a the joy
1: in that have a crack have a crack, have a crack and make a, make a
0: statement yeah good on you I'm Hawthorn in 2008 I'm the Shark. I feel like you might be tipping Hawthorne too. Uh, let's see what happens. In let's the, see in what happens. Well, there's a 50-50 game for it, so, so I may well. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a couple of ruffies, are you? Well, no, not ruffies. I'm going to – there's there's some so – I think the inclination from all of us is to back the punters. Yeah. Uh, when you're but at 50-50 safe. and you play it a bit safe. But yeah. You don't win tipping comps by playing it safe, my friend. You have a crack. You're not a play-at-the-safe sort of bloke, are you? You get on the front foot in the first quarter and you kick seven. You may as well die gloriously
1: (laughs) in a crashing plane. and
0: Die on your feet, mate. (laughs) Having a crack. Not on your knees. I've never
1: seen you so fired up. This is good. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I wish the cameras were
0: Interesting <laughs> uh, development up at Sydney now, which is very interesting because I was asking um, John Longmire after the game about Buddy, and he was quite defensive. Now we know why. So he's talking about – You were speaking about, to John Longmire after well, the game? Well, after the, the press. Oh, you went match in there, press did, yeah, I did yeah, in the post-match right. presser. Okay. And uh, one of the questions was about Buddy and, um, you know, the last appearance he'll make at Optus Stadium. Yep. And he was very uh, coy, which he's entitled to be. And I was wondering, gee, he's really coy there. Now we know why. But he is contemplating another season. Is it a good and a bad really? thing? Yeah, he's contemplating another season. Now, is it a good or bad thing? My view is I'm not sure because I'd love to see him play another season, mm, by the way, because mm-hmm. he's one of my f- all-time favorite players mm-hmm. and not just when he was at Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just followed him as a football follower f- at Sydney as well. But I'm just wondering: Does it stifle the development of a player like Logan McDonald, or does it, in fact, enhance him, no, enhance his development if he hangs around for another year? No, What's your I, think, view? I feel like, and I love
1: Buddy. No one loves Buddy more than me. He's from the Perth Footy Club. He's he, he's from Dowran, He's from it's not our region, but outside
0: Dowran, isn't he? About? Yeah,
1: just yeah, just outside Down. We went through that. Uh, I, I, I listened back to when I, all that stuff I told you about Buddy yeah. last week. You could have pulled me up. It was probably a bit longer. No, I loved it. But again, I love hearing about Buddy. He's a great footy story. It sounded like I was obsessed yeah. with the bloke. Did a bit. Let's back Well, he's to a Perth player. It. I know, I know. And he is, I mean, he's one of the modern greats. He's probably, he's the best player this century, isn't he? Is he better than Ablett? Oh. Gary Ablett Junior.
0: Look, I'm going to say yes because mm-hmm. I always err on the side of a tall forward, than yeah, I do too. on a midfielder. As good as Ablett was, uh, and is he the is he the second best? I suppose he is. Yeah. How, how exciting! I mean, there's
1: Dusty, but, it's, but probably Ablett. Judd, how Judd? Yeah, we, we could go into this, but how exciting is Buddy though? And at the, but at the moment, he he plays like Lance Franklin. And then, in, in little moments in the game, he becomes Buddy again, and he flares yeah. up. And like against the Dockers, he kicked three goals. Third and, quarter, particularly. Yeah, yeah. just went. Bang. I
0: thought actually, I know we argue about this every week, but I actually thought Alex Pierce did a fair job until Buddy became Buddy, and then yeah, really true. no one's going to stop him. Fair enough.
1: It? And now we found out that Alex Pierce doesn't train. Yeah. Doesn't train anymore because his body's he's got his leg leg problem. He doesn't train properly. He hasn't trained properly all season, so no wonder he's been struggling a bit. The poor bugger. But back to back to Buddy, I, I reckon the time's right to bow out. Bow out. You should bow out just. I mean, tend to agree You're with starting it. to go over the falls and not don't, don't milk it for another year. Jordan Jordan Lewis was talking about it. Um, his great mate from Hawthorne. Yeah. and I know it's close to your heart because you're a huge Hawthorne man. He played one more year with Melbourne, and he actually went back and played in the VFL at yep. one stage there. You know, so he probably. And what th- was
0: his? Did he enjoy that? Uh, I bet you he didn't. He didn't. Even, no, I don't think he you did. You got Blake's trying to. Well, no, actually, in the VFL, you haven't got Blake's trying to whack you, but you know what I mean? It's like Blakes are trying to make a name for themselves mm. against you. And I, Buddy wouldn't be dropped. He wouldn't be put anywhere. He'd be just rested, wouldn't he? So
1: he'd probably yeah, only play every get, two weeks. And, yeah. and the Swans would want it for. It's like, it's like with Nick Nat. Nick Nat's basically being kept around because of his profile. Um, oh, Jesus. I did that I, I come out? I didn't mean it like that. I meant that he's a wonderful player and that hopefully he plays. But part of his attraction is Of course that, it is. And,
0: hey, I'll tell you one no thing. No one's sold more jumpers or wigs. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> they haven't. They're number nine, and I don't mean cars, who's, who's sold a lot of jumpers. <laughs> cars, great player, Brownlow Middlet. But Nick Nat, That's just, right, absolutely – Those got wigs, a, I love those
1: wigs. There's a merch side to it for sure. Hey, what quarters, I'll tell you something though. I've got a lot of friends um, in, in teaching and that, and they were telling me in primary schools now – the lack of Eagles jumpers is incredible. So this is something maybe the Eagles aren't looking at. What are they think...
0: wearing, Dockers jumpers or other no, jumpers? No, we'll see the Dockers or... not going great either. I bet you I know what they're wearing, so, NBA jumpers. Yeah, so they're, they're
1: pivoting to other sports. Um, Collingwood's made a comeback, yeah, even yeah. though black and white, no, the kids God, don't we, like black and white. not don't tell me we're breeding another
0: generation. <laughs> <of top. laughs> no, this is in Western Australia. There'll be no tyres left on any cars.
1: <laughs> but the colours are no. Bricks.
0: Propping up car tyres everywhere.
1: Those colours polarise people, and young kids don't really like black and white because it's not it's not that appealing, is it? You know what I mean? Whereas, remember yeah. when the Eagles had that silly ochre jumper? Yeah. That oh, sold like the budgie, hotcakes. The budget The kids loved it. Absolutely loved it because it looked different. But there is a, a, a dearth now in primary schools of kids fronting up with Eagles jumpers on. They've, they've jumped ship because kids love winners, don't they? And they love... And we haven't seen Nick Nat, mate, so they
0: can't even hang their hat on Nick Nat. Can I ask you a question? When a cafe opened its doors and said, we're selling cheap hotcakes, did you rush to that? What is this? <laughs> What's saying? What's so good about hotcakes? <laughs> hey, why, why is it the greatest thing ever?
1: Hey, can I make a... Half Sorry,
0: six? it was just an observation.
1: You <laughs> mentioned the number nine, and it triggered me, right? Yep. Ben Cousins. The other great number nine. Um, mate, i just got to... And I think you'll go with me on this. Let's Can we take our hat off to Ben? Uh, look, we work closely with him. We see him almost three to, times a week in here. He read the news at 4 o'clock on the weekend, on his way to probably doing some weekend reading at 6 o'clock, okay? He's been doing 11.30, and, mate, he completely nailed it. Um, the work he's put in, it is one of the great comebacks, one of the great redemption stories. Um, I, I just love... That he's giving people hope. There was a lady who bailed me up at the vet. I've had a really bad week. Where I've lost a couple of, I've lost a couple of dogs in oh, a month. Sorry, mate. Can you believe that? Oh, it's terrible. But it's not about me. But the no, vet. No, it's family. So this mate. lady's in there. She goes. She said, "Can I write you? Can I write a letter to Ben?" I said, "Yeah, sure. No worries." Because you know I've been working with him Thursday nights and um, Wednesday nights. And she said, uh, "Can I and can I give it to you to give to Ben because he has made so much difference to my son." who is really struggling in the same area that Ben struggled yep. in and it is giving him hope. It's giving our family hope. And a lot of people have been touched by what he's done. A lot of people have been touched by this terrible scourge and he's, he's spreading hope everywhere in Western Australia. I mean, how good is that? Well Look, said. She was yeah. crying the lady and she's got a pen out and she wrote this note to Ben that I've, uh, I've got to I haven't given to him yet, but just phenomenal comeback. And, and, and this is, you know what? And this, makes me pivot into, and I know you endorse all those comments, this makes me pivot into the Victorian media. They do not understand the West Coast Eagles. I saw some comments from, what's that, what's that bloke's name? The, uh, the fellow who's very big over there. Um, He's got the glasses. He, he's sort of kind of
0: Damien Barrett, kind of nerdy looking. Damien Barrett. Jared Ger- Waitley. Oh, Jared Waitley. Jared Waitley. I've got to say, Barrett, great fella, mate of mine. He's not nerdy. <laughs> he's, no, he's not. He's not. Jared. Jared sort of does look a bit that way, yeah. But he's very he does look a bit that erudite. way. Erudite. <laughs> I, des- I described Jared. Ger- I bought a house off Jared once. I, he was a real estate said, agent. No, no, no. He, oh, we swapped. Oh. We, we, I took over the house. But no, but. Uh, uh, erudite and very learned and very clever. Erudite. erudite. He's definitely very erudite. Very informed. He's no very oil well painting, inf- though. Very Let's well – well <laughs> – Sorry, mate. What, you and I are... Oh,
1: no mirrors Robert at Bradford, our house. All new here, is it? <laughs> Sorry, Brad Pitt. Sorry. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> See, that's what happens when you work with cousins, mate. You just get this inferiority complex. <laughs> I'm standing there. Jerry's tele- all right. I, He's a good fellow. Not, anyway, astonicky. what did you want to say? Now, I wanted to say fingernail deep analysis. Yep. Uh, e- either that or just... Got About it. the soft cap stuff? No concept. The Eagles are a complete unique beast in the AFL. All the Victorian clubs are basically owned by their members, yep. so they're not owned by the members here in Western Australia. No. Okay, they're basically
0: owned by well, they're owned, or, or run by a cabal of blokes that you and I know. Yeah. Well, they're owned. They're owned by the Fo- West Australian Football Commission, who leased Expensibly. the license. off uh, the license yeah. Indian Pacific in West Coast case, mm-hmm. but in fact, that is the West Australian. Is it's it's basically there. It's owned by the public. Yeah. If, if you put and it that the way. dockers as well. Yeah. But the, the Eagles
1: are nothing like the Dockers, as you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Eagles are bulletproof. The Eagles well, they're bulletproof can basically do whatever they want. Well, the whole thing's been set up. There's no, They're impregnable. Ex- exactly, impregnable. And it was set up to fail. I remember when we started in 87. I know people hate me going back in the past, but this is mm-hmm. just to set it up. We were set up to fail. They wanted us to come in to bail out some of the Victorian clubs and cost us four million bucks to join the. Well,
0: comp. let's be honest. We had to pay to join the comp. It did bail out some Victorian clubs because some of them would have folded had. The, yeah, it, four yeah, million. Brisbane Bears as well came in to help out.
1: Can yeah. you imagine four million bucks in 1987?
0: Yeah, a lot of money. Okay,
1: and which was
0: raised amongst. I mean, a lot of people got together to raise that money. So. Yeah,
1: and my good friend, we had to pay the costs of the Victorian teams. When they to flew to over. Melbourne, pay the
0: yeah. When sorry, when they flew it, over here,
1: play, when they so the deal was okay. You can come in, pay four million bucks, which is four hundred grand over ten years, right? And when the teams come east, you have to pay for their flights and their accommodation. Yeah, Can you friggin' imagine
0: that? So you would know this very so well. So nearly being, went bankrupt. You would know this very well being a former Western Reds squad member. So the Reds also had to pay for all the NRL or the ARL clubs to come over. And then of course Super League killed them. Yeah. But that did not help. That whole funding mm. model, where it oh. just cost them a fortune to get teams. Well, the
1: Eagles were on the weeks within weeks of bankruptcy, and I think it was nineteen eighty nine. And then that's so, when the, the rescue package so came both, in. The uh, government got organised. The the Catholic mafia got involved. All the blokes that we know, and they blokes threw in money. Richard Collis, you know, Murray McHenry, Neil, all those sort of blokes chucked in. Nigel Sadleir, and they're all still there. Yeah, they're all still there, and. So for uh, they just don't. Uh, I think Caro said something. Someone they just got no but idea what, about, what,
0: what was the point? What do you mean? What did they say that you don't agree with about the soft cap?
1: Well, the soft cap. But understanding. that's a point. But that's a point. I mean, because the soft.
0: Yeah, they saying
1: that the soft cap is the reason they're not sacking Simo.
0: Well, no. Well, Waitley was saying it's probably it doesn't. It's not an issue because the soft cap will raise slightly. Yeah, they said they're saying you should sack him. What blows six million bucks. Yeah that's so these what,
1: blokes going to blow 6 well, million. They're bucks?
0: Say, well they're saying that they can afford to because they've got 57 million in cash reserves. He's so.
1: described as deeply suspicious West Coast soft cap stance over the future of coach Adam Simpson. That's right. That's how it operates. And the other bloke who needs to pull his head in and I love the bloke and he's he's a fantastic guy and raconteur, was fantastic for Subi. But Scotty he uh, he got Scotty, Scotty waters. Oh yeah. Uh, he he did not need to buy into the whole thing. I don't know why. He why not? Him. He's an ex-player. He's entitled to his opinion. Have you he, Scott? Scott, yours now. In his last game of the AFL coaching, he he won five wins. Yep. His record of the two. And years what happened to him was thirty-eight percent. And what
0: happened to him? Yeah. So he, I reckon he's he's got every so right to comment. He should know. He should know that. He's also put... got every right to comment. Cause yeah, it happened to him. Yeah, but you know how painful it is to get sacked. Like four more than Simo at the moment.
1: I know, but do you know what it's like being sacked? Have you ever been sacked? Uh, I've asked you this before. You've no, never I been sacked. So.
0: I almost got sacked once. Milk a- run or something was no, it? No, like- no, no. I got sacked. I was from working milk for a, a inner city Perth hotel, just supplementing my income. I won't mention who. <laughs> um, but at this Swedish inner city uh, <laughs> uh, hotel. <laughs> Um, let's just say what I was, this? I was the night porter and let's just say. <laughs> I saw a few things. Were, no, there were some homeless people wandering around and I might've been feeding a few of them, uh, because there was a lot of. Out of the kitchen. Of, yeah. Well, good that on I was you. hungry. And yeah. anyway, I don't think they were very impressed. They pulled you up on that. Oh yeah. And yeah. gave you the lemon and sauce. Well, I walked before it happened, but I just sort of walked with my head high, put it that way. Yeah. Bloody oath, mate. Yeah. You're quality and man. the only other. Time I was nearly sacked was I worked at a, a very busy McDonald's store in Croydon in the Melbourne's eastern suburbs when I was a kid, and it was a double drive in next door, a twin drive in, so it was really busy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one day uh, Ronald McDonald came in, the clown, and I oh, don't, right. don't like clowns. Two, two <laughs> things I don't like clowns at all, I'm quite scared it's of scary clowns. Uh, a bit like Kramer on Seinfeld, and secondly, um, I just thought it was dumb because he was coming in, he was saying, Hi, crew. And we had to say hi, Ronald. And I refused. I, I walked out. Had had a bit of a solo <laughs> protest. They weren't happy with me because I wasn't a team player. <laughs> but I am a team player. You I didn't just like Ronald McDonald. McDo- oh, he's stupid. Mate,
1: if you're working at McDonald's, you're you, you, you probably. It's like not liking Fat Cat. Well, at I tel- know. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: a bit suspicious of Fat Cat too, to be honest. Oh, but hang, but hang that, on, hang on, hang on. But I'll if it was. That. Can I just go back if it was the hamburger or meme cheese <laughs> I reckon I would have hung around because I like them but I didn't there's something I
1: think you're distracting from what is just all I'm just all I'm saying is once <laughs> once you've been given the bullet you should I don't reckon you should put the boots into another uh, another coach because well, you he's know He's just it,
0: offering his opinion. Yeah, I know, but he's it, it's he I had, don't think it was personal. He's just saying one win and the the, the poor run I think it that, you know it's Simo will not survive. Yeah, no coach survives. That's fair enough. <laughs> anyway,
1: and in terms of the Victorians, they don't understand the Eagles or yep. the footy environment over here. I'd, I'd agree with they a lot of that. They yeah. wouldn't have a clue. It, I was talking to Duff about it. It yep. was Duff who raised it, actually, and we're having a good discussion about it, Mark Duffield. Unique beast, West Coast. They're not like other teams, so don't kind of judge is free, them. Eh? Don't judge them that way. Yeah. As no, Frio's not. Freo's, they're not protected. They're not as strong. They're, the West Coast Eagles are welded in to the top echelon of Western Australian Society, okay. So they could... are born of that group. So if you're going to take on, apart from the West, probably and seven, probably seven West are the only organisation outside that can sort of match them in terms of powerhouse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and kind of kind of that's how it works sometimes. Anyway, but anyway, I wanted to tell you about Scotty. Yes. What is yes. the pig story? Have you so you know he was party to that releasing of the
0: pig. On the SCG. Lockett. Oh, Tony Lockett, I didn't know Tony, that. The, You know, the little yeah. piglet yeah, do. that ran I Had number four fit. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had Lockett's number. I'm sorry on. for that little piglet. I hope it was all right. <laughs> oh, oh, hope it lived a He always has ha- on a weird ha- tangent. I ho- hope ho- 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 it lived a happy life on a farm I'm um, chipping, he didn't. <laughs> Why not? Well, He's famous. No pigs do, my but friend. But you, <laughs> you could make him famous and you could say, this is the Tony Lockett pig. He'd be about 38
1: now. How long did pigs last for? No, no. Because when did it happen? It happened in the 90s. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So plug it at his zenith at the SCG. Someone Roberts was doing the commentary, wasn't he? Someone smuggled in a pig, yeah. a little piglet, under their coat, which is a great effort when you think about it. Waters had something to do with it, and he – someone painted the four on the pig, chucked it over the fence, and there was a pig running around the SCG with the security chasing it, some of the players, and Lockett steaming. Very unhappy.
0: <laughs> Can I just say – that you know, these days they're very strict security, and for good reason. You go into a footy ground now, and there, or any sporting arena now, and it's like bags, please, and you open them. Uh, okay, I'll have a look through there. Okay, no water, that's good. Uh yeah, you got your yeah, your purse. Oh, a pig, yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's keep moving. How'd you get a pig into <laughs> I, a car That's when, wh- one of them great
1: stories. Well, well, you g- should get waters on. Probably never come on now that I've uh, <laughs> given him a touch up. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a, but so, how, how, I love the. So bloke, hang on, how was just, he involved with the pig? What, you he, he was party to the whole – To
0: securing it on the ground or,
1: or – uh, uh, I don't know if I'm – I don't know. You uh, wouldn't be able to sue me about this, would you? He? He, no, no, no. No, no. So he anyway, I believe that pig. he was involved, allegedly. So you say allegedly is well, sweet. I don't Can think it's going to help you
0: now, mate. <laughs> the pig has bolted.
1: <laughs> As they say. Anything more from you, my friend?
0: No, I'm right, mate. You've vented your spleen about your tipping. I reckon we, I reckon we tip some winners We're, now, mate. All right, let's do it. So, Friday night, MCG, 5.50pm. Boy, oh, boy, we've what been waiting. We've been waiting, looking at the fixture in round 20 and thinking, please come good, Carlton. Because yeah. there's nothing like... Can you tell us your Victorian? Colin, What's it Carlton like? Carlton Collins huge. One of the huge, but it hasn't been for 20 odd years. Mm. Because still, last year in the last round was pretty good. Yeah, big. you get it. But I mean, when they're both up and about, really up and about, yeah, and true. they are at the moment. So it will be huge. Sold out for over a week. Yeah, it will be huge. So it'll be 90,000.
1: It will be What's here. that like when you're all storming into the G if all it, the Victorian it, nufties, ah, Walking over that bridge. It's there we go. Yeah, you love
0: yourselves over there, don't you? Uh, you know what? And you and you leave and if you go if you win if your team wins, you go to the Royal <laughs> which has got uh, some questionable um, bar attendance. but you go to the Royal and you get uh, they play your theme song over and over and over again, the winning mm. theme song. Then you go down the road to the London Tavern. For a, because everyone goes there Mick Malloy drinks there You'll see Kevin you, Elfany, Kevin Shetty's right? there Is and that where the whale That's Roberts Lennox No whale? no Oh no That's the Duke of That was The the Duke of Wellington Still there The whale God rest his soul Magnificent man Has he passed away yeah, the whale Quite a while ago Yeah You're kidding Yeah I used to go And have a couple of beers With the whale I had, a, I had an ale with the whale Which was on the, across the top really? Of the Really how uh, old would he be? It's been? just down from the old Herald Sun, build, Herald Sun building in, in Flinders Street. They used to have the Phoenix Hotel there as well. But the whale, tell me back to the whale. I'm, uh, I'm shattered. The whale you was, um, a, you know, larger than life in many ways. He's and, massive. He was yeah. the biggest bloke I've ever met. Uh, I think he. Um, I, I can't give you a date, but it's some time ago. And uh, he was the
1: size of that wrestler, wasn't yeah, he? He was That's huge. How big yeah.
0: he was. But beautiful heart, great man. Mm. And I used to go in there for a couple because they turned the Phoenix, which was the traditional watering hole for the Herald Sun and the. PKAI, which is the printing union, oh, the they turned it journal. into a yuppie bar. Yeah. And we used to have all the p- p- uh, the front pages and everything. So we just got jack of that and we went down to the Duke of Wellington and the whale was happy to accommodate us all. And uh, just a great man. Then you'd go – but you'd go from after a game and then you, if you want to, you go to my favourite bar. It's Lennox Street is the London Tavern. You walk up over Bridge Road, down the other side – when you get to Bridge Road you could turn to your right and have a couple at the Mountain View, which used to be owned by Ron Barassi. <laughs> this is like a bloody you tour. Ke- you keep walking down <laughs> it is. You keep walking down Lenning Street, my favourite bar of all time. Bub Crawl. The All Nations, All Nations. So it's a tiny, and it's called the Snug Bar. It's a Write tiny, it tiny little bar. I'm just giving anyone listening who's going to Melbourne these are the pubs you pub go to. Cruel. These are the pubs you go to, and you go you, then you go down to Brunswick Street and Fitzroy and have a oh. time down there. But the the All Nations Hotel, the Snug Bar, great bar. Anyway, it's huge in Melbourne when you get a big game oh, like mate. this. And, and before
1: you get into the, it, just let me tell you, and, and uh, you not you're not a Victorian anymore. You're a West. I'm Australian. a Victorian. Oh, okay. But so have, I'll tell I, you about the Victorian. I, <laughs> I have a lot of heart in Western Australia as well. I oh, know, and your kids are West Australians. And but all you
0: are where you where you grew up.
1: But mate, we absolutely hated you blokes. And Victorians. that was what drove Victorians. The, that's what drove the West Coast Eagles. Yeah. And we hated all that stuff you just talked about. We absolutely right. What's wrong with having hated a bit it. of a pub crawl. And you know, in nineteen ninety two, when we had to walk down from the Hilton yeah, I know. down to the Grand Final. you led
0: the charge, didn't he? Yeah, and Carl Langdon. Yeah. Carl was caught it all. Because of his dyed hair. And and, they, and had the dummy in his mouth during the parade. Yeah, and the Bless Geelong him.
1: fans were ripping into us and we were never going to lose. And I was an emergency for the game. We were never going to lose the grand final after that walk. Were you and trying
0: I, to poison oh, the, the, one of the players so he could get in? All, the,
1: <laughs> all those Victorian nufties having a crack at us on the way in, mate. We absolutely hated you blokes because you treated us like crap. You turned off the hot waters that... Ch- stadiums, yeah. you'd left the sprinklers on, you know, you'd made us do this. Tie and down t- the windside. Oh. Ah, oh, we just, and Mick had just whipped us into a frenzy, and the ironic bit was he was Victorian. He's from you know. Ballarat. <laughs> He's from Ballarat. He'd know about the cold and the. But, but uh, us not being that smart, we just, said we didn't give a shit. Yeah, Mick, the Victorians, we hate them. Let's kill them, Mick. And, Mick, aren't you a Victorian? No one ever said that. <laughs> you know, know the perfect footballer? Who? I'll give you the perfect footballer. Carl Langdon is the perfect footballer. Is he? He'd actually, love that. You love you saying that. Actually, forget I said that because what I'm about to say I'm not applying to, I'm not applying to car the perfect footballer is got to be smart enough he's smart to understand basics, tactics all right so he, he ha- where to that but you have to be dumb enough to think footy is really really important <laughs> that's the perfect well, I sort footballer sort
0: of thought it was important bit like soldiers you know what i mean well, he used to talk to me. You know about, where I'm going with this. I do, but yeah. he used to talk because Mick was big on the war themes. But he used oh, to talk to me. It. He used to talk to me about um, he used to go reverse energy. So what the MCG crowds were throwing at him, he would just suck it this in. And, and, you know, no, and this Carl. is no, this is Carl. Yeah, but. Um, can I just tell negative you, the power of negative? energy. back to if that. Say, if
1: I hear Lang to say that again, the power of negative
0: uh, energy. Or whatever, yeah, whatever. You know? uh, mate, Fear Dinkum. Okay, but he was a ma- he was a mad car. Now, but that is the perfect that is the perfect guy. So you just mentioned ninety two. Great day for West Coast supporters. Great day for West Australians. First flag outside of Victoria. Um, One by. And you year. know
1: how much we love taking that cup on the plane yeah, and going to Friggin' your airport and putting yeah. it on our Qantas plane. Didn't beat my boys and driving and flying out. <laughs> Up, I was wrapped up, up I was in, the, for you. Didn't in beat the cockpit my... with the pilots. Hey, flying over Melbourne. Hey, have a look at this. Hey, taking your cup. Stick it. My boys beat
0: <laughs> you the year before, mate. I didn't give a tinker's cuss who won that year. Yeah, you blokes as well. Hey, you, you know, know what? Well, See, Hawks were the pinnacle of the of the whole thing. But you know that, those Geelong blokes. That day in 92, I had this great fascination about – If the Eagles win, what's the crowd going to be like? For the very reason you just stated. And I was lucky. in those days, the media, what they would do is they would, um, you'd pour onto the ground after the game and you'd walk around the boundary to the change rooms Mm -hmm. to do the interview. So you were actually walking around the boundary as the Eagles ran past. And two things I remember. One was Peter Peter McKee's calves. They looked like they were going to burst out of his legs because he'd had such a great game, and they, they were huge. That's what I remember. <laughs> he had his calves. Yeah, and the other thing I remember was the noise was magnificent. Mm-hmm. It was a really warm applause mm-hmm. for the Eagles.
1: So, I yeah, don't, fair enough. Okay, so Geelong, all right, so it's more the Mel- Melbourne people we don't like.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> well, no, I love the, the, them
1: all. The Geelong people aren't too bad. actually. They're a b- few SMA The Geelong supporters. people are – to be fair, Geelong people are a bit like Eagles because we're more sort of country and stuff. It's more the true Victorians. So I'm talking Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon, Richmond – Hawthorne, those clubs that try to just destroy us, you know, in the first five years. And we just remembered, mate, we developed the biggest chip on our shoulder of all time. You know what,
0: though? And it worked beautifully. It's not just the Eagles or the Dockers, mate, or other interstaters, according to Victorians. Don't worry. Carlton Collingwood supporters do not like each other yeah, when they're at the true. game. Essen and Hawthorne. And it's there's a lot of rivalry and it's pretty similar. So one day we'll get on a mold stories. You and I could we'll trade mold stories know, on well, the next my, podcast. You'd have more than me, mate. Well, mate,
1: you'll have a few too. So
0: Collingwood v. Carlton, we digress. Collingwood $1.37. <laughs> Carlton $3.10. 5.50 PM. Oh, I'm so tempted to pick the blues. But no Jack Silvani, no Sam Walsh probably getting Chera and Cripps back. I think that was A grade management last week to mm. give them to have them out of the side. So look, Jack Martin's back. Uh, but now I'm picking the pies. Um, yeah. The one thing I'll say, a little caveat, Josh sure. Dacos, Isaac Quainer, Bobby Hill missed the main session on Wednesday, so they have to pr- still prove their fitness. But Collingwood have got this amazing belief, and it doesn't matter the style of footy you throw at them. They find a way mm. around it or mm-hmm. through it. 12 of their last 16 matches when trailing at three-quarter time. So one thing's for sure. Um, uh, they either want Collingwood to be ahead. Or they want to be miles ahead, mm. uh, which I can't see happening. <laughs> I just think Collingwood wins this game. They're the team to beat. Uh, they will drop a game, but I don't think it'll be this one because it's too important. Patrick Cripps, uh, you're right. They probably
1: they probably have to lose a game, don't they? Yep. It's the, gut, lo- the game they have well, to lose. Well, if you're it's a Collingwood supporter,
0: one. you want them to lose one against an iffy sort of team. You don't team. want to go into the finals no. and unbeaten on that many
1: games. No. Patrick Cripps didn't train today, but they reckon he definitely plays. He's just got a cork butt, so... Yeah, it's a short week for the Pies. That was the so, only so thing. So Darcy goes to Kurnow, surely. Darcy goes to Kerner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he ain't yeah, kicking that's 10. What everyone... Mate, he ain't kicking 10 this week, no, my no. friend. It's I'll not, give you the tip. not Don't getting close that. to 10 He's this week. He's not playing on
0: Brady Hoff. No. He... And I love Brady Hoff. He's going to be a good player, but he ain't Darcy. So more. Carlton will look at that game last week, uh, which Collingwood probably should have lost, but again, didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look at Murphy and um, and uh, Moore in the back line, and they were starved of those intercept marks. So that's, that's one of the ways you can get through Collingwood. They'll be looking at that. But do they have the forwards who can set up well enough to do that, or the midfielders to get the dirty ball in there. Mm, let's see. All right, so we're tipping the pies. So you're tipping them? Okay. GMHBA Saturday, 11.45 a.m., Geelong, $1. six. This is what stunned me, Barra. Fremantle, 9 bucks. What? Now, I know they've won one game in seven, eight weeks or something, and they're not playing very well at the what? moment, Freo, but they match matched Sydney for a three- and a bit quarters. That's in that. See, that's that's the problem a backender. The problem with Frio is at if, if they have a bad start and they have had bad starts all year, Geelong just get you in that first quarter. Mm. They are the masters of the first quarter ambush at GMHBA. Yeah. Do you take anything out of the fact that Frio beat them there last year? I do mm. because I think those who played, it's just belief, belief that it's been done and you did it. Mm. So I ac- absolutely same blokes. Which is why I reckon the nine bucks is a bit overs, but you so know, you go the line. Yeah, I go, think so. Take a dollar ninety I, if if that's your thing. Um, I just don't know what Fremantle does about their first quarters. They were good for the first five minutes. Yeah, even longer. I was talking to Longmuir six about six goals it, in twenty minutes. It was after that. So and and uh, they,
1: I tell you what's interesting is um, I was at training. Luke Ryan had his right hand. He was looking wearing a glove or something. So that's his punching hand. So I hope that's all sweet. But I heard Xavier Ellis. You know Xavier Ellis. Yep, good talent, isn't he? He. Um, I heard him talk about this incredible stat on Andy Brayshaw. Yep. Out of that game last weekend. Apparently, he went to like 60-odd stoppages. So, he played 83% of the game, Andy Brayshaw. Went to 60-odd stoppages. Looked like he, he'd done really well.
0: Won no clearances. Yeah. Okay. That's – geez. I'm really surprised with that I stat. I know. So – Dude, well, no, Darcy doesn't help, but Luke Jackson, I thought they did won a the hitouts. Well, he won did, the hit did outs. a good job, Luke Jackson. Yeah, they won. But the maybe hits. where was the hit? Where were the hitouts put to? And with, yeah, but I he's not know. a clearance king. That's no. the thing.
1: So I'm wondering,
0: and I think I think Xavier
1: X Man, as they call him, was wondering as well. Does he go to the wing? And is there anyone else they can bring in who is a clearance king? <sighs> is Will Brody still What's alive? What's happening?
0: Where's Will Brody? Send out a bloody search a very, party. Very, What's happened to him? Very good point. Well. This week, you could get Aish, O'Driscoll, and Banfield are available. Aish okay? is the man. So there. Aish may Ace come goes in.
1: in there. Yeah, okay. He sits on one of their best midfields. I'm
0: picking Geelong, clearly. It's at home for them. Yeah. Um, they're going okay at the moment. Pretty good effort late against Brisbane last week to lose by 11 points at the Gabba when they were well down, 37 down in the third quarter. So. I just like the way they're playing Geelong at the moment. They're not going to drop this one when it when it means so much. They've really got to win every game, don't they?
1: So this is not one of the games where you're going to take a bit of a. Uh, no,
0: it's not, mate. I, I don't. Here, just, you were bragging. No, about but it. I, I just I don't like the nine bucks. I think. To be honest, have I you th- gone I think cold a, on your decision? To no, make. I know. I know. It's a bit disrespectful. All right, too early to. And and so by you, the way, I'm not going stupid.
1: I'm <laughs> just, Jesus, I'm just. I'm just. Uh, let me just clarify that, Dockers fans, to my friend Glenn. He wasn't saying you'd be stupid to bet on the Dockers.
0: No, I'm saying, no, I think that it's a bit disrespectful, the nine bucks, that's all. But punters know, you know, yeah, as they say, yeah. punters know, mate. So that's where the money is. No stuff, all. Um, <coughs> Uh, Mars Stadium Saturday eleven forty five a.m. Western Bulldogs at dollar fifty two the Giants two fifty five. The Dogs are going to play finals. I'd love to see the Giants are in there now. What are they fifth or sixth? Sixth, yeah. I think. Uh, what a great effort it's been by Kingsley the coach. Mm-hmm. After you know, I picked them finished last, Barra, so I got an egg on my face. But I just thought they'd have a really str- they'd struggle this year and and then he'd find his way, the coach. But they are playing a really accountable brand of football. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing who you tip here. And now I'm going to pick the Dogs because it's in Ballarat um, at Mars Stadium. They play it. Well, and the thing I'll, I want to add to this is this forget all your rivalries, mate. Forget your derbies. Forget your showdowns. Forget your Carlton Collingwoods. This is the new rivalry in the AFL, the Bulldogs v. the Giants. They genuinely do not like each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. just be prepared for some fireworks in this game because it means – both teams have to keep winning. Who
1: stops the bond? I, I heard. I saw Kingsley say that he uh, he has a plan. Um, I'm thinking, don't pay the peri, don't pay the Perry man. Yeah, uh, he might have to go to him. He did it. He did it in rounds round eight, but the bond had twenty
0: touches, ten clearances, and a goal to half time. More- <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> he I smashed him. And even just as importantly, I think is who Sam Taylor gets. So if he goes to Norton, you're basically conceding that Aaron's going to have a tough day. Oh yeah. And so someone like a Ugal Hagen or a, someone else is going to have to lift. And they, uh, you know, they, they we know that they've got multiple scoring avenues. The dogs, so they can yeah. do it. But whoever Some, gets Sam Taylor when he walks up to you, you're thinking like, oh. I was hoping it wouldn't happen, but it's happened. So I'm not. It's going to be tough. But someone you, called him the Great Wall of Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, mate. It's, well, it's, just it's, run, run, run away. From him, yeah. Making yeah,
1: when everything. I'm saying run can away can from everything. Him. I mean,
0: run away from your decoy lead Decoy, decoy leads. leads. Yeah, yes. we used
1: to do decoy leads. Tom Green might maybe Tom Green's the guy. Give Tom Green to uh, give Tom
0: Green the bond. But they'll they'll also back themselves because they've got a pretty meaty midfield. You know, they they are hardworking and they are a good inside team. And um, I mean, we haven't mentioned Toby Green yet. What a great player he, he is. Yeah. And uh, kudos to Kingsley because Toby Green, the big critique on him. Um, and I've been a huge one, is just not on the park enough. Just gets mm. the red mist mm-hmm. and does something stupid. Haven't seen any of it this year, have we? He's just concentrated no, on his Because he's captain. Every week he
1: kicks three or four. Brilliant. A- that was a brilliant idea to make him captain. At the time, I was thinking, is he the right man? He's just been suspended for pushing an umpire. It's very unusual to make someone like that a captain. And they did. They took the punt, and it's turned him around. Tom Green's not playing, so he won't be playing on the bont, so I don't know what they're going to do there. Let me ask you this, great man. Yep. All-Australian captain. You mentioned two of them there. You mentioned Toby Green. Does, do they give Toby Green the ultimate salute and say, you know what, for turning yourself around and being sensational, this might be your last chance, you're all-Australian captain, or does the bont get it again? Because the bont was Right now
0: I'm giving it to Toby Green. Because I'm saying. Let me chuck the other ones at yep, you first. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm giving Toby Vice captain. Moore gets the captain. <laughs> Darcy Moore gets the that captain. That was a quick backflip, yeah. wasn't it? Darcy yeah, so Darcy Moore. He's the captain.
1: The other one I think in contention strongly is Zach Merritt. Yeah, he's captain, not captain. of the Bombers. Not getting it. Too early? No. What about Jordan Dawson?
0: Great, that, great year. Uh, gets All Australian, but not captain. No. To, um, all right. Moore. Darcy Moore. So the Darcy Moore. And I have From Toby Green. Do you give advice for the All oz all I don't know. We're I don't it, think you do. we are giving it here, but he gets in. Uh, the one player I did want to mention um, could be the most important at the Western Bulldogs. Who do you reckon the most important player at the Dogs is? Is it the Bond or is it Libba? It's Libba. <laughs> well, he's the engine room. He's the catalyst. He gets everything cranking, and his ground ball gets are off the chart every week. He is the you know distributor. It's so important to them, yeah, and absolutely. does it every week.
1: Where's that guy? Um, uh, what's his name? He, uh, he, it's he, hard for me to answer that. Where's that guy? What's he, his name? Uh, he used to play uh, at <laughs> Fremantle. Uh, what's happened to that? Guy? What's that guy's name? Oh, he a big guy, long arms. Oh, Rory Lobb. Oh yeah. Oh
0: right. What's happened to him? Where's he? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Go. Be kind. No, it's I'm just fine. wondering what's happened. Oh, he's been he's been omitted. He's still out. Mm-hmm. I think so. Wow. Has that worked for might him? Might be in this way. Has that worked for him? Uh, well, I guess
1: not. he'd say, oh, well, the Dockers are 15th, and I wasn't getting coached properly there, he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember he said that? <laughs> He's being coached now, being coached by the VFL black. Uh-huh. You see the score? No. He only kicked five. He only kicked five. He should have kicked 10 or 20. Rory. And they played against uh, the Bull Ants. Who were the Bull Ants? Uh, the Northern Bull Ants. And they, 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 I think they kicked four behinds or something. Okay. Three behinds. And so maybe the, the Bulldogs in. kicked – Ulti- eleventy, plenty goals. <laughs>
0: well, he might get in this week. So you picking the kick, dogs or the giants? I'm going kick
1: five there. Dogs or the giants? <laughs> I'm going to kick five. Oh, jeez. I'm going giants, mate. Sucked in. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm well, there's, one. See, there's one. Me and Toby. So you haven't gone off the. You've, you're still going with the bookies. Or maybe mate. it's
0: this game: Gold Coast Suns v Brisbane Lions at Heritage Bank Stadium. No, it's not going to be Gold Coast three fifty, Lions a dollar thirty, two dollars thirty five. You're right, Barry. It's no. not going to be this game. Can't go past the Lions. Although I'm still not convinced. Uh, not good. Last last quarter wasn't good. Last week but they still got the, the four points. So you I mean probably, for the flag? You're not convinced? Nah. No.
1: no, nah. right. Uh, Jared Lyon killed him in the resies. Thirty-two disposals. Frow should talk to him. You know. Jared Lyon. He'd be handy, I reckon. That, that, he might be the bloke they they
0: need. Your man... Do you reckon, um, just on that point, do you reckon Liam Henry, um, who's who we, we, we're told, well, we know, because he said he's not looking to make a decision to the end of the... Eagles sniffing around there, should they? No, but I... Why not? Uh, other clubs are. But why wouldn't West Coast
1: be? I was talking to his great manager, Colin Young, just before.
0: Why would West Coast not be interested in Liam Henry? Um, Honest answer? Yeah.
1: I'm not giving it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would say is that – because I quizzed Longmuir and I actually said – because i had been told that he hasn't been offered a deal by Fremantle. And I said, so have you, have you made him an offer? Why hasn't he signed? And he just said, it's the balls in Liam's court. So I think Liam wants a big contract, which everybody does, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen those other blokes leave and get monster money, like Griffin Logan, and all those blokes getting paid over the odds. He's thinking, wow. And apparently, how's this? Apparently, I've been told, when they played North Melbourne earlier this year, Griffin Logue's first game, remember that? Clarkson comes out, hugs Liam Henry, and a, a, allegedly said in his ear, you'd look good in blue and white. On the ground? At the end of the game. Did he? Yeah. And I went back and I looked at the tape. Did he? And I saw them have a hug. Oh, really? I, I couldn't lip read, but I could So chill. you're
0: saying North Melbourne's into it?
1: Well... I mean, that would be the worst thing for Fremantle, wouldn't it? But I don't. I, I he wouldn't want to go to North Melbourne, surely. Well, he would if the contracts right. Oh, would well, yeah, the monster money. But the Bulldog. He, I think he wants to go to Melbourne because Cosie Pickett is a good mate of his.
0: But he might want to stay as well. So it, so. It, there's argy bargy going on. We between. digress there, but just on this game, oh, you don't want to give it to Brisbane within 15 metres because they've kicked 50 goals from within 15 metres this year, which is nine more than any team. One question about the Gold Coast Suns: What do they do with Ben King? Hasn't kicked a goal for a while, a bit out of form. Do you move? There's talk about moving him to defence, just to, to another run club, him into some form. No, <laughs> not to another club. They're not going to do that. May. Well, what about your man
1: Daniel Rich? He's yeah, still what? in the Rezies? Yeah, 23 d- posies, nine marks
0: want to see him in that you team. Really reckon they I reckon need the him. two players, two not the two, but two of the players and obviously Will Ashcroft's out now for the season which is terrible. Mm. But I just reckon Rich with his um, beautiful left foot kick penetration and I think Jack Gunston the two players who have to play on grand final day if they're going to win. I think if he doesn't play this week
1: he's in a lot yeah, of pain because yeah, this would be, be the game you'd bring him in Q so, clash you think you're going to spank him. You know, they're, they're sort of in a little bit of disarray. It's on the
0: Gold Coast, though. It's a different beast. Yeah, true. Different
1: beast Devin there. Robinson, Glassie's nephew, he did well. Yep. He had a good game in, in the VF or whatever it is up there, QF, whatever, wherever they play. QFL. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'd love to see him back. I'd love to see him back at West Coast, actually, and Glassie back at West Coast. as the sense. list manager as Ma- well.
0: Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So you're picking the Lions as well as yes, me? Yes, my friend. Okay, on to Saturday at 5.25 p.m., Essendon, 2 dollars eight. V, the Sydney Swans, $1.75. Six of the last seven games between these teams have been decided by 10 or fewer points, Barra. So the odds are it's going to be close. With the Bombers winning three of these games. Um, Sydney, I like what I saw uh, last week against Frio. And I've been off them a bit. Mm -hmm. But I tend to wait. Two, three, four weeks to see some continuity of form. They've shown. Oh, so this isn't the game you're going this out. This is wide. one of them. I'm going to oh, pick yeah. Sydney. I'm going to pick Sydney. Now they're the favourites, so that's not. That's so, not. Yeah, but yeah, it's. So. But it's at Marvel in Melbourne, and I think Essendon. This is a game they have to win because otherwise they're not playing finals. Is that unkind, or do you think there's still a chance?
1: No, I think you're right. I think this. Would, this game will knock out one of them from. Being finals contenders, so, whoever
0: loses was, is out of
1: contention. Um, surely the Bombers bounce back, though. I know Jordan Ridley's out with a quaddy. he's out for the season. Yeah, and if well, out for the home and away season. And if Buddy, if you know, but surely Essendon bounce back. Come on, Cordes. I look at that Sydney. They oh, can't no, they just Essendon's tank got... it like this. You know what's you know what's stuffed up the Bombers? They're not tanking it if they lose. Sydney's a good no, side. No, when I say tanking, I mean they surely they can't just after having such a great season. But you no. know what? stuffed up Essendon? Playing the Eagles in North Melbourne twice. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were better than they were. Oh, well, they <laughs> you know
0: know I, mean? I reckon they – That's another anomaly in the – It's a comp- pass mark for Brad Scott, though. I yeah,
1: mean, yeah, been, done better. Done better. Well.
0: But they'll be very disappointed. And you see Redmond this week re-signing after a lot of speculation he was going back to Adelaide and him saying, I want to play under this coach. So that's a real big tick of approval for Brad Scott. Um, they've they've improved. They're a much more defensive side this year. Why are you tipping, this? Why are you
1: tipping Sydney? What have you
0: seen there? I, I look at their midfield, and I just think there's a premiership, not this year, but there's a premiership in this squad. They got close last year until grand final day when they were smashed. But I, I the momentum is big behind Sydney now, I reckon. Really? And, and Essendon's lost it, the momentum. And, yes, it could swing yeah, the momentum, other way. that's true. I think Sydney wins this game. Yeah, They've got I'm the Chad with... Chaddy Warner. Yep. they got Errol. Errol Goulden might be the most improved player in the comp. He's such a good player, Errol Oh. All Australian winger. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. Luke Parker. You got about ten blokes on the wing now. I have. Yeah, I like to have Martin. a lot of wings. You had him on there. It's Lucky it. it's not the VFA. They didn't. They didn't have wings <laughs> back in the day. So you'd be struggling to pick an all Australian team. Uh, so who are you picking, Essendon? Yeah, I'm going Essendon. Okay, two different. See there we go. There, I'm yeah, you a yeah, no, but you here. haven't gone
1: out wide yet. I've gone out wide. Somehow I've morphed into the bloke having a crack, which I have to do because I've got have. to get past you. Because Adelaide,
0: Adelaide Oval, Saturday, five forty p.m. Oh boy, the showdown. Adelaide $2.95, Port Adelaide $1.40. Port Adelaide has won five of the last seven showdowns but went down by 31 points in round three this season. Port Adelaide has a reasonably tough run home barrer but I think they win the showdown here. I think they get back on course. They are Mm -hmm. still top two. Mm -hmm. They'll win this. Uh, Adelaide, I like what they've put together this season, and I think there's a lot to look forward to if you're an Adelaide supporter. They've dropped off now, Ports a fair way ahead, though, yeah. at the moment I still, and I think they win this game. Tell you Very unlucky not to win last week against the Pies.
1: I'll tell you what I like about the showdown is that the boys actually have a crack and say something in the lead-up to the game and try to stir up the whole joint. In Perth, they don't do that. Not since Clive Waterhouse told me that they wanted to spill blood and we put it on the news, and it crea- it almost it. created the demolition derby. Did I tell you what happened? It was there? The lead
0: up to that game wasn't I, it?
1: I think I think he thought I wasn't going to play that till after the game. I don't know how he got that impression. <laughs> I remember Basil. Why
0: would he think that?
1: <laughs> so I'm interviewing him, and I, I I may have insinuated that it would be used during the match. Oh, oh that's why <laughs> For he the thought. network. For the network. So okay. we used to do network stuff yeah. as well. So it would have been in the coverage. So, you know, they throw to the coverage and so the players wouldn't have seen it by then. Mm-hmm. But I, I ring Basil, who was still on deck with us at that stage and said, Oh mate, you won't believe this, but Clive Waterhouse has said that blood might be spilled in the Derby. And Basil goes, right,
0: we're using it tonight.
1: <laughs> As you should. That was a good from yeah, It just call from started Britain. the flame. Apparently Lit- they've used
0: sh- demolition derby. I'll tell you what, they won't, be, derby. Tell you what they won't be doing after the game is having a beer at the Ramsgate Hotel. Yeah, see, like. they punch on. But what I was going to say is Portsmouth. I love that story. Sorry, I'm not condoning violence. We should never do it. But that shows you how much they dislike each other. That's the barometer. Uh, it's not what you say. It's it's If you go to a pub after the showdown and you yeah. belt on, for me – and I'm telling you, if they had a pub in Ballarat after the Bulldogs-Giants game, I'd like to be a fly on the wall because yeah. they'd have a crack, I can tell you.
1: Yeah, but we, the, that's what the Eagles are good. They they dislike the Victorians more. few good more pubs th- in Ballarat too. Yeah. they dislike. You seem to be obsessed with pubs, mate. <laughs> Aren't we <yours>? all? <laughs> I wonder why that is. No, we, um, the Eagles, they, they, hate, they dislike the Victorians more than the Dockers. Yeah. So it's a whole different scenario, you know what I mean? So but the, picking- when the Dockers start p- spanking them and win a premiership, so that'll turn. But Port's Ryan Bur- Burton this week, he came out and admitted that he hated the Crows. He actually said that. On television, mm-hmm. that he hated the crows. There you go, mate. And that well, it, well, you know, can I just
0: can some of the Eagles and Dockers players and coaches? But why would you hate the crows? It. You live in the same just come, state. Just come out and just show. You're all South Australians. You're all crow at crow eaters. Them, a bit of a crack. Just build the game up. A bit a you don't like
1: you will bump into Fifey somewhere. It's and, good theatre. Yeah, I know it's good theatre, but he actually looked like he meant it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he would. It's not just so. Grew up. Barracking for Port Adelaide. Obviously, he went to Hawthorne, was shocked and really sad to be traded mm-hmm. in that Chad Wingard deal back to Port. But he's been a really solid player. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a really bad knee injury early in his career and has overcome that. Overcame that at Hawthorne. Back to Port. Has had a really solid – been a solid player for them. And versatile because he can play half-back. They can move him forward. Jeez, you know a lot about him. But He's a good player. How did you know that? Well, because I've covered – it's my job to You're follow You're trying to him. overshadow me, mate. No, <laughs> You've done well there. No, You've no. pantsed me there. Look, I wanted to mention Will Rioli. Yes. Willie Rioli. Thank so, goodness he got a week and not two. He deserved a week. <laughs> two was crap. <laughs>
1: now, now he was Junior Rioli for now 12 he's months. Willie now. Yeah, now, and just to explain to people, mm-hmm. we're not being disrespectful, but he put out something saying, I'm no longer Junior Rioli. I'm back to Willie Rioli, Junior.
0: It's a, a year no, long no, morning confusing. period, isn't it?
1: And I loved Willie Rioli, Senior. I loved that guy. He he, a good he, fella. He, I played against him at South Fremantle. Fantastic guy. I couldn't believe when he passed away. Was on Hawthorne's list. Yeah. He could play too, Round circles around me. Will, but So, Will Rioli, back to one week, Willie Rioli. But uh, I, I'm i with you. I think that was a good decision. Like, if clearly that is it. Murphy, wasn't it? I think he, he did take a bit of a flop, didn't he? Or is he just… just You whack a bloke in the head. You des- That deserved
0: a week, but not It was an open-hand f- slap, mate. Don't whack anyone it's like in the those head.
1: Guys, in- have you seen those comps they have now where they slap each other in the head? <laughs> have you seen those ones? Uh, call me Mr. Picky, but it's not something I'd watch. No, for it's huge now. But you stand on it. I'm you sure stand it is a, for some people. There's a, there's a platform. You stand there. And you, that's and all you platform, do, slap each other in and the head. You, you have a go. Whack. And if you get there, if you go down and then you get back up, you can have a crack. Yeah, and some of the big blokes doing Actually, it.
0: Actually, I meant to tape that the other day. It was on. It was on TV. But don't mock me, mate. No, but it clashed with Canadian Parliament. Listen, pub so king. i, I obviously, <laughs> obviously had to watch Canadian Parliament. That's my regular. Right, so.
1: on, let's talk about pubs. In what's in blokes? The other bloke. That's what they do in the pub. I need thing. to take you out, mate. We need to, you know. The other thing. Yeah. Nick Murray, did you see that vision? ACL, Crow's star.
0: I hate seeing it, mate. Mate, I did you
1: see? Him? He so he came off. He kind of jogged off, right? So he did almost a mini whoosher, and then he was hopping on the boundary on his bung knee to see if it was okay. Oh. And he'd actually had an ACL. He probably would have – I reckon he destroyed the rest of it at that time, same as Wusha when he ran it's off.
0: It's not – I don't – that makes sense because you know when you do – and I haven't played elite sport, but you know when you do an injury and you're worried about it and you sort of test it out a bit to see if it's, uh, if it's really bad. Unfortunately, the old ACL, you know, pain, and then the pain goes away. So you're sort of hoping for the pain to remain, aren't you? Because then it's yeah. probably not an ACL. So we saw two of those it last It is pretty weekend. stupid,
1: isn't it, how we go back on after we've got a bad injury – like I know, well, it's courageous. What if there's isn't it? two minutes
0: to go in a grand final,
1: and yeah, you... yeah, I get, I, I kind of get that. But in just a normal game, it's pretty stupid, isn't it? Yeah, when you think about it. Well, we're like getting in better terms at the scheme start. of life, if you like, it happened to me in rugby league. I dislocated my finger, and went out sideways tackling this bloke, and they ran on. They straightened it and they t- they taped it up, and they I said, just, said "Just get on with it." Now, yeah, they said, "Just get back out there, Baron." I said, "No way, am I getting back out there, mate? I'm not wrecking my hand." For a friggin' rugby league game, and they couldn't believe it. <laughs> We're going mental. they will go, what, what, what? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, didn't you used to just, well, you
0: know? And you,
1: you, you had it when they well, pull, yeah. they pull it and straighten
0: it. Mine up? Mine used to pop out. My small hands, my little fingers, to pop out all the yeah, time. They're not that small, mate. Yeah, they You know they say about small hands. <laughs> yeah, they do. I yeah, know. Small feet. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, so you're picking Port or Adelaide? Port, mate. Okay. Sunday. You haven't You've haven't gone out wide yet. Sunday. I might now. Sunday. Marvel Stadium, 11.10am. Hawthorne, $2.10. St Kilda, $1.74. St Kilda without. Hill with that bruised lung. Pretty mm-hmm. courageous effort. Went to that, hospital. Um, Ross with his hamstring. Dan McKenzie calf. Max King out still with his shoulder. Um, Zane Cordy, they say, will be back. Hawthorne. Can string three quarters together now? Will Ross Lyon close this game down? Probably likely because they need to keep winning to play finals. I'm going to pick the Hawks here. I just really? reckon their form solid enough. And um, I know I'll rue this, but no, um, you've got to have a crack. I just think their form's solid enough. I like what they do. I like their midfield is such – it is a very mm. good midfield. Mm-hmm. John Newcomb is a very, very, very important player. Um, will Day, they can put. you know, he can play in a variety of positions. Um, their the forward line's sort of ticking at the moment I just think Hawthorne, Saints have got very questionable form, mm-hmm. and it will be a not won't be a high scoring game. But I just reckon I Hawthorne reckon you if, might be right. You know. can find a way here. I reckon. So you are going out wide here. I am going. Out Sicily's wide. been going beautifully. Well, that, that, that's what they'll try and do deny him the footy. But mm. that you've got a it's hard to do that because he is very clever, a very footballer, good player.
1: So I was watching that for some reason. I was watching that Richmond hawthorne oh, game. Balter and like Sicily yesterday.
0: just owned the footy, the, didn't they? The Hawks should have won. Yeah, we should have. So you're right. You're on something. Right. Six consecutive goals by Richmond. And the thing is, Barrett, this is why St Kilda's a chance because Hawthorne's a very, very young team and they're finding it really hard to put four quarters together. If St Kilda can put four quarters together, they win this game. Mm. It's just that lapse in 30 minutes and it can really hurt Hawthorne. They can cough up. You talk about Frio, but Hawthorne can cough up six, seven, eight goals really quickly. Yeah. So that's where they can win, but not against secure. I don't think so. Secure no. couldn't kick six and no, no. around a million. And years. you know what? I, if I go down, I go down swinging because they're my boys. So you know, mate. Max
1: King straight in. I heard. I no, he's Ross, not coming straight. Yeah, and no, I heard Ross Lyon say when he's fit, he's straight in. Yeah. There are some players that don't play resis. He, he's the greatest. He's the king of the distraction. He is. Brad Hill coughing up blood went. So that's a massive out. You're spot on there. And Geez, what, he
0: gave Brad Brad Hill a rap, didn't he? Um, and I know I've I've said this in the past. Maybe players are too silly for. Themselves with their courage. I just said that, mate, yeah. about injury. Yeah. That's what I just said. You did just say that, but why don't you mention it then? Because when you <laughs> because when you're running, you know, and you take on a contest, and you know there's going to be pain coming, and and I, I really liked the way Lyon got on the front foot, defended his player, and said, you know, there've been questions about Hill being an outside type of player. Yeah. Said no one. Th- th- there's some evidence that he has a yep. crack, and also no one. There's a lot of courage in running. You know when yeah, you when you running when you got especially. nothing left in the tank oh, and you mate, keep running. You know you gut expunge. running.
1: Have you ever gut run? Oh, in your marathons yeah. you must have Absolutely. gone close. Absolutely, at the
0: thirty-five k mark. When I was remember flying, that? when I was fit and I was in a marathon, I was trying to beat my PB. All right, give
1: us that. So at thirty-five mm-hmm. k's, I've done the same thing. The bear, the bear gets on your back, doesn't it? The Oh, not, the, what, is, what are they called? The call it? Man, lactic mass. The the lact, lact, you, la- you run out. La- the yeah. lactic acid ma- bear, and it feels like you're carrying this giant thing on you. That's what it's
0: like, isn't it? Yeah, the little man jumps on your shoulder. The and little says, man. He's a big man, yeah, mate. He's, but he's little man to me. And he says, you know, that's it, mate. You embarrassed yourself, and you're not. Start mad. walking. It's not going to happen. Start today. walking. So you what just a- flick him off and watch him tumble across the road as you power past <laughs> and him and start him. crying. So have you had enough or you want some more, mate? <laughs>
1: You know. What? At what guy did you start
0: crying? Uh, yeah, I've cried a few times. <laughs> yeah, I have cried a few times. You flicked the bloke, but you didn't let him see you were crying. <laughs> well, the, I think the worst sign for me was I think my last marathon I ran until I do one next year. Um, he, the ambulance going up Oceanic Drive, and oh. and apparently I was running in a zigzag fashion, but didn't know it. <laughs> I was cooked, and I was I was I was tearing up a bit, and the ambulance guy in the ambulance, as he should have said, mate, you want to jump in, and I went, and, uh, <laughs> I better not, mate. i just <laughs> got to go over the hill here, and then it's the finish line, so I'll, I'll keep going if you don't mind. You must have looked terrible if I you're that. I looked like 10 miles of bad road,
1: I was asking my mates who are orthopedic surgeons. I saw
0: you in a marathon. Once you were standing at the bottom of Underwood Avenue. Uh, yeah, I was cheering
1: big, you on. Yeah. yeah, that's where I live. Around right about there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I asked, I asked a couple of my orthopedic surgeon mates, that's, I'm not bragging, I'm just saying, I know some blokes, so uh, Maddie Scadden, Gavin Clark, um, Ben Hewitt, uh, Fingers Anear, you know, John Anear's brother, and I said, if you had a mate who's just had his knee fixed and he's run um, 20 marathons already or 19 or something, and he's got this crazy idea of going back to running, what would you be saying to him? And they'd be saying, don't do it quarters but <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't be me so, in 12 months so mate don't what? do it honestly no, no, it's, next you're, year. Just, you're just going to wreck your buddy no, you will mate I'm not
0: doing it this year ten k, the this only year.
1: time you could do it if you get down to 65 kilos no no, no. like those other nufties that's, that's why they now. do it mate because they're so thin yeah. Where i'm 105 what are
0: you i'm about 95 yeah exactly it, it, just come off back the, to back five and twos actually Pretty hungry what's today. It, what's that mean? I'm on the five and two diet, so it means you're meant to do it non-consecutive days. But I've done it consecutive days. Fasting, because I'm going out tonight. Yeah, you have two days a week where you only have 800 calories in your day, so it's, you don't eat much.
1: That sounds like fun.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's only two days, and you just it's sort of it's a, it's a very good diet plan. It's the Michael Mosley diet. How much have you dropped? Diet. Uh, well, I've only been doing it for two weeks in this incarnation. So I've done it in the past and I've dropped weight, but I haven't done it for a while. So i am just started again. Mm. So it, it works. Are you going to take advice from my orthopedic mates? No. I'm going to oh, take mate. advice from my own orthopedic surgeon. I just told surgeon. you footy's not even worth but it. My own orthopedic pa- surgeon, the great Peter D'Alessandro, yeah, yeah, said yeah, Della, to me. Yeah, would give you the same thing. No, he said, mate, mate, your knee is cherry ripe and you've got plenty more in you. Oh, boy. But I said to there's me. There's
1: no way that Della said that, he mate. did. I'm ringing him. I'm going to ring him after the show. <laughs> okay, go on. And I'll say, mate, do not encourage this lunatic. No, he said,
0: provided you follow your rehab properly. Provided you get down to 65 he kilos. I say that. He, just said, he did, mate. He said the world he, needs a hero, Barrett. You know the world needs a hero. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're picking Hawthorne or St Kilda. No, I'm going with you. I reckon you're right. Okay. MCG Sunday, one twenty p.m., Richmond, $2.60, Melbourne, $1.50. There, are, there is speculation. I'll give you Brody Grundy's stats last week in the VFL. One goal three, for, this is playing for Casey, mm-hmm. 12 disposals, 12 hit-outs. You're not picking him on that form, are you? Goodwin's just thrown the little ruse out there saying maybe, but I'm saying he's not playing. I'm saying Melbourne, I still think, are the third best side in mm-hmm. it. They win this game. Richmond probably should have lost to Hawthorne. I like what um McQuald has done. What, they six, mm-hmm. six, six from mm-hmm. eight or something? And so he's probably in the box seat now to get that coaching gig. Mm-hmm. Well done to him. But Melbourne win this game. And but one yep. question I have, where's Clayton Oliver? What's I going know, on? I know.
1: We talked about that Tuesday. So the other thing is Grundy, where's he going? Cause he,
0: it, well, he's it, going to another club. He's definitely on the move. He's going to another club. Geelong. Or I, Sydney? I, I was telling the Eagles blokes, I
1: was like, mate, why aren't you getting grundy?
0: Sydney, mate. Sydney or Geelong? Yeah, I don't give a stuff about or Sydney. Or Darcy goes to Geelong <laughs> or Sydney. Yeah, I, but Darcy. He goes to Geelong, if anywhere, not Freo. He's in Melbourne, had yeah. surgery. Can I Actually, there's a question. Why does he have to fly to Melbourne? We've just talked about the great orthopedics. We have great orthopedic surgeons here in Perth. Mm. Why do you have to go to Melbourne for that? Apparently, there's an ankle expert. Okay. An ankle expert We've over there. we answered my question. What, no ankle experts here? That's, have you ever been Short called, of them in wao
1: Have you ever been called an ankle? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you know why? No. Have you heard that expression? Why? No. When you call someone an ankle? No, I'm very warily treading I'm into not, this I'm one. definitely not going to say okay. why.
0: No, I haven't, mate. <laughs> I'm picking Melbourne, you? Yeah. Me too, mate. <laughs> Your ankle. Does Jack Rewalt play, <laughs> play next year? Does Trent Cutchin play next year? Jack Revolt? Both retire, in my opinion. I reckon he goes to the Gold Coast.
1: There you go. Do you? In fact, I've been told he's going to the Gold wow, Coast. Wow, okay. If Dimmer takes the gig, he goes, Jackie, come up here, mate. Maybe you'll play. Maybe you'll just be an assistant, but you'll love it up here with me, my friend. Yeah, and Dusty, go. bring Dusty, jump in the car, jump up here. Or I'll put you on the plane. Buddy's going to be down the road. We might have a sneaky talk to him. He'll be, He's building
0: an empire but up he's there. he's not going up there. I know he lives there. He's got his house. He'll be there. living
1: down the road. We've yeah. had this discussion.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Well, but the greatest player of the modern era is down the road. You're not not—you're going to go down there and go, oh, listen, you want to have a kick out so the front? If, oh, see, it, if, you've
0: got the thirst for
1: it again, have John you? John <laughs> Longmire
0: taps him on the shoulder and says, mate, all your thoughts about going on another year, it's admirable, but ain't happening. You reckon then Gold Coast say, well, come up here for a year.
1: No, no, he's he's moving to the Gold Coast. Yeah, I know he's moving. He's got a nine million dollar mansion. I understand that, but I'm saying he may, whether he plays or not. Yeah, but Dimmer, I'm just saying Dimmer will be asking the question, and if Dusty's there and Jack's there, they'll be in the car going out to Dust uh, to to Buddy's new place in the hinterland with his his swim up pool and the resort style Mediterranean look. And they'll be coming along the they go, hey, be buddy,
0: how are you, mate? Be careful of those. Hey, c- Jacinta, how are you, love? Be careful love? of those. Can- oh, he's up in the Hinland. Lucky he's not on the canals. A lot of sharks in those canals on the Gold Coast. I wouldn't swim in them. Um, so someone asked me to ask you too, what's a macrame owl, by the way? Uh, oh, we made them at high school when I was in secondary. Oh. school. It's like a macrame is a form of knitting. And we had oh, to- we know what macrame is. You're right. Well, they made, we Gingles. made owls, like wall ornaments. Why would you be making an owl? Well, we were told to at school. You and, know- I, and I failed <laughs> miserably. I failed Needlecraft. Oh, I was proud of it at the time, but I can't sew a button on my shirt now. I'm spewing. You know who I almost rang about that
1: was it's, the great Chad Fletcher, former Eagle star, yeah. now living in Bali yeah. and owning a macrame shop. The, oh, does he? He's gone to Bali and he started a macrame He's empire. He's a bit funky,
0: Chad, isn't he? So I could see that. That's very funky. Is he hands-on in there? It, yeah. Does he, yes, he weave he, his own macrame? Absolutely,
1: mate. He's got... Jesus. Married to Miss World, he's up there, he's got the the full-blown resort-style house, and he's got a couple of macrame shops. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Haven't those eagles from that premiership 2006 gone in many diversive ways? They have. Divergent ways. They have. Yeah, it's been very interesting.
0: Good on them. Uh, Last game of the round, and boy, oh, boy, the one with probably, funnily enough, the most interest, given it's... Eighteenth v seven. Is that the time? West Coast Eagles, <laughs> an unbelievably short for once. Two dollars fifteen. Playing North Melbourne. A dollar seventy. What? Off not the even stadium. Favorite. Two dollars forty. Why should? They? Mount me a case for the Eagles, mate. I can't pick them. I'm picking North. Mount you a case. Should How have about won this last week? North
1: Melbourne, are absolute popperama. No, they're
0: not. Ah. Oh. No, you they're, they're not. Watching last week. Have you been watching the last two months? They've been reasonably, apart from a couple of spankings by good teams, they've been reasonably competitive. Should have won last week oh, against mate. St Kilda, who are a bit on the nose, but still in the eight. North have been very competitive. Ma- I they For me, they win this game. What? So they have to ha- put in an absolute stinker. Can you? Are you picking the Eagles? <laughs> are you picking North Melbourne? Yes.
1: Oh, my God. That is and incredible. You can't pick West Coast on form. That is actually incredible. Uh, Thomas would have to play out of his absolute brain, that Taron Thomas fellow.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, LDU, Clearance King, Ben Mackay, defensive linchpin, Harry Sheezel. in my opinion, has been grossly underrated for the rising star. Yeah, Ashcroft probably wins it or... Sheasel. Um, um, Owens. 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 Oh, Mitchie Owens. But I, but I reckon Owens, Sheasel's too. had a very good year. So, yep. mate, they're a good side. They're a better side than you think. Mc- Larky, uh, I think, third in the Coleman, which is remarkable given the season they've had. Pretty similar to Oscar Allen, you know. Supply's been not there, but they mm-hmm. managed to kick goals. Mate, they're they are better than you think. I know they haven't got the wins on the board, but I have. I can't mount a case for West Coast in this. I'm picking North. Ben McKay
1: plays on Oscar Allen. Mm-hmm. Ben McKay, who's got one foot out the door, so he's not going to be putting too much on the line. The Eagles need this. They've had 16 straight wins. The Wolves will be at the door of Simo again if he's not a strong performance. Can you imagine? I'm having the week off if they lose because mm-hmm. they'll be <laughs> – You've got to no, front
0: up, Barry. you got to front up.
1: No, I'm, I'm, I, haven't got, your fans I haven't got the guts anymore.
0: It. No, your fans want to no, see you. i have got, got too got big following.
1: Too much respect for Simo.
0: <laughs> big following <laughs> out there, Barry. They, they want to want see
1: you. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. I, I, sensed, you know, I sensed a bit of a change in the directors of the West Coast Eagles – um, when they came back from from Marvel Stadium last week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all there, I believe, during the first quarter and so, they were copying it a bit from the Carlton mm-hmm. people in the medallion club there. Blues VIPs, board members, Blues yep. identities sort of winding them up. Kurno's on fire, kick four goals. Yep. I sensed, and you'd only be human, wouldn't you, too, if you're on the board of West Coast, to be there, and that's an embarrassing quarter, to think, you know what? Do we need to do something here? Does something need to happen? Fortunately, after halftime, they won the second half, didn't Cal- they? mate, they had no one on the bench, the opposition. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying that if it had have gone on. No, no. On-
0: I, well, that's, not, that's not an out. If Seven, it- <laughs> what'd they lose by? <laughs> 71? It was 82 at half halftime. Yeah, okay. So they outscored them after halftime against a team with no one on. Sorry, mate. I'm not. We gave. They weren't mugs. They were playing Carlton. We gave the Eagles the out in the derby when they had no one on the bench. Shouldn't we be doing the same with Carlton? Mm. Pretty important players. Cripps out. Uh, Chera out. They lost Walsh. So, I mean, that midfield at the Eagles had a lot of experience. Should not have been beaten up yeah. in the clearances. Mate, 7 they lost, one at quarter time. They did time.
1: lose Shui, You know that. They lost Shuey yeah. half-time. So, so, they lost something as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only question that was being asked... And Barass pre-game. Yeah, I believe, was that, is Simo a development coach? Like, because of the way... Brady Hoff got pantsed, four goals, poor bugger. And then they. Thankfully, moved.
0: it was only four goals. It was only. not a great decision, but it was only. Four only goals. four goals. It was one quarter. Yeah, I know that, but it's not like who it's
1: gets kicked-, kicked more than four goals in one. quarter? Wow. Yeah, you know how bad it is when you have four kicked on you. Yeah. When the when the Never cameras four come kicked down on me, mate, and you have to go and stand on a bloke, you just want to bury yourself, and you look up on the big screen. There's you standing next to this Adonis, mm-hmm. the greatest looking bloke in the AFL, and he's just kicking yeah, his being fourth really on
0: him, mate. Really, really everyone hard. is. Give me a tip. <laughs> we got to move to the mail. Give me mate, a whole new world on the other side. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm tipping the Eagles, mate. Okay, there you go. See? I am tipping the Eagles. I'm it's keeping the faith, brother. point of
0: difference. So you may pass me this week, but at least I've had a crack.
1: Mm. You've had well, a crack, ba- Well, good news for you is that Basel will be tipping north as well because they're favourites. Good. Which I can't believe, personally. They're 17th worst team in
0: history. Barra, now it's time for this. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the Thirsty Camel Mailbag. Thank you to Thirsty Camel. Barra, I'm excited. We're giving away a new prize this Whoa. week. The great, I've had a taste of this, is beautiful drop too. 196 double lemon 10-pack from Thirsty Camel. What? So enjoy. The winner will be receiving that. Please send your mail into Quarters and Barra. That's Barra with two R's. Quarters and Barra at wanews.com.au. You, and we will give you a prize. We're giving one away shortly. This one from Todd, who calls himself the Frio Phantom, Barra and Quarters. I love listening to you two. You're like a couple of 11-year-olds with ADHD. Oh, that's right.
1: You know, know, someone said we look like those Muppet, two old Muppet blokes. Waldorf and (laughs) – Yeah. Or oh, Ernie and Bert, no, not Ernie, but no, they, no the Muppets that are up in the uh, yeah,
0: I know, Beel Waldorf, and yeah, is that their name? You, yeah, it? and whoever the other guy, Karen On, I'd like to think of us as Itchy and Scratchy Barra. That's <laughs> who I like <laughs> to think of us as. You know, uh, uh, as a freeo supporter, I'm less concerned than most, having anticipated a dip after losing some strong contributors last year. However, I'm a bit confused about what our best midfield looks like with Fife orbit gone, Johnson still arriving, and Brody carrying the oranges. What do you think Frio's best midfield looks like? Thanks for the pot. I'll just jump in. I'll say I definitely think Johnson's shown mm-hmm. that he's going to be a player, and I think Erasmus has too. Mm-hmm. Erasmus has definitely shown he's going to – so they're on the right track there. I'd like to see Will Brady have a crack if he's fit this last um, this last stanza of the season because they have missed that. Clearly, they're missing size, aren't they, in the midfield?
1: Oh, absolutely. No, you're right. So Johnson and Erasmus, that's the future – we think Brayshaw maybe should be tried on the wing, but they probably can't afford to unless Will Brody can come in. Obviously, Sarong leads the midfield. Ache is fantastic. And I, 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 I'm absolutely adamant about this. They should have kept David Mundy. It's been a monster blue letting him retire. I know that some of his running patterns in, in defense weren't as strong as they used to be, but I believe they weren't that bad. I went and checked it out. I went and because they do those exit interviews mm-hmm. and I believe that all his measurements were pretty good. They just should have talked him around. They'd be kicking themselves not because they wouldn't be 15th and Melbourne wouldn't be getting the fourth pick. You know what I mean? They needed to finish sort of ninth or 10th and give, give that in, that building and that current one more year of Monday showing them how to go.
0: Mate, that was a massive blow. So, Fife has signed on. So, what you hope with him now, let's just say forget the four. Why are you talking about Fife? I just mentioned Mundy. No, because I'm saying well, they, 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 he's a big body you can bring into that midfield. But he ain't. Go-
1: he's not going to do it, is he?
0: Okay, well, do that's you think- what you aim for. Aim for this You this year. Know, is it going to work having him as a permanent forward? I'm saying it's not. I'm saying their forward line looks okay. I'm saying he should play maybe as a player who – not a sub. I don't like that idea, but I think – you manage him through mm. the midfield. You think he
1: can go back in, there? You? Well,
0: you get, he needs a preseason as a midfielder, not as a forward.
1: All right.
0: So that's what I would hope, and I think you have a look at Brody the rest of this year, and I think your focus is, is you know, you've got Bradshaw and Sarong who are going to be massive long-term leaders there. Um, Johnson Erasmus. Yeah, and I yeah. think you, you you get some see what Brody can do the rest of the year, and you hope that Fife comes up as well. So, um, you know, just be be patient. Um, Oh mate, but imagine being a Dockers fan and copping that. I have been patient because they're coming up to the thirtieth year of being patient. Now I don't know what this next one means. This one's from Saxon. What does this mean, dear footy legend and Barra? Yes, exactly. What does that Uh mean? That's fair enough. When looking at good goal kickers, the only way to do it is by looking at goals relative to behinds, but that fails to account for the difficulty of each shot. Fair enough. In soccer, however, there is a stat called expected goals that measures how many goals get scored per shots from that specific location. E.g., a penalty may have an expected goal of 0.78, but a free kick may be 0.11. I feel the AFL should adopt a similar statistic and measure the expected goals of players, which could better identify those who are clinical finishers or have the yips, e.g., Harry Mackay kicks 2-2, but has an expected goals of 5-4, showing he cost himself a big bag. And he goes on. Um, I won't read the whole thing out, but he raised a pretty good point. I'd like to see that, you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, – sac- is it Saxon? It is. Thank uh, you, Saxon. Saxon. It's a very good male. That's that's in the that's in the chopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan from Eagle Nation. Hey, guys. Love listening to your podcast. Makes work days more bearable. And just have a question for you. A lot of noise about firing Simpson right now, but I wondered if it is short-sighted as a rebuild coach rarely survives. And would we be better holding off for 12 months as bringing a new coach in right now would be like trying to play chess when all the pieces aren't there. So by waiting, it will accomplish three things. One, you would have another preseason and games under the kids like Chesser, Hoff, Jinby, Hewitt, Long, Bergil, and the like. Two, give a new coach coming in with another draft under their belt. Uh, so uh, as we should have another strong draft hand next year, giving them the chess pieces they need. And finally, it would halve the payout Simpson received by terminating his contract early. Worst case scenario, you have the three points above to consider if you fire him. And best case, maybe you see a response from the playing group and you decide maybe he is the man for the job in the foreseeable future. I was just wondering your thoughts. Yeah, it raises a pretty, couple of pretty good points. There's a lot to be said for that enduring another year. And um, making it easier for the next coach coming. I think if you did bring a new coach in now, however, it would be a bit like a Sam Mitchell scenario where you'd say, nah, you're going gonna to see out the rebuild. The expectations aren't huge for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think it's gone past that point. I think they need a circuit breaker. Um, they probably need a couple, barra to be honest, at that footy club at the moment. But it's I'll a t- really good point. And um, oh, the one th- question I'm going to ask, what was going on with Ruben Jinby running? After that, when he was going yeah. in for hamstring, surgery. apparently,
1: apparently, uh, it was a very, very minor thing. And where it is, you can't actually damage it
0: again. And but he's having surgery,
1: yeah. He ha- the that was the day
0: having... before he had surgery. But what's
1: yeah. the point of the run, yeah? Well, I, you'd have to ask the kid, What are you doing out there, mate? But I think, I, like, he couldn't damage it. Hey, look, the I think there is a something you've he, what was that fellow's name? The um, very good uh, email that you Dan, just yeah, that was out. Dan
0: from Eagle, Nation.
1: yeah. So, Dan. That's a very good point he makes about. I think this is a factor in why there's the Eagles haven't moved as hard as they could, or or there's not a lot of pressure on Simpson. Is that everyone they've spoken to? So say just say they've spoken to Don Pike and Dean Cox and Ash Hansen, maybe even Jamie Graham. You know all the ex-Eagles that are around the joint. They'll be putting their hand up.
0: Justin Lepage.
1: I don't, think was, I don't think he's an ex-Eagle, but yeah. No, he's not. No, no. No, no. so... Um, you, uh, you, is it only you uh, have to be an ex-Eagle? <laughs> no, I'm just saying the guys that they know and trust. I mean, I, have I explained... Adam Simpson you're was still an a You're still in thinking with your Victorian hat on. Okay. Put your West Australian hat on and think about how the Eagles operate and what sort of club they well, are. Well,
0: Adam Simpson wasn't an ex-Eagle. He was a no, no, I'm, big I'm success.
1: Not, no, I'm not saying that... I'm saying the people that they go to to chat about these things are not people they don't know. They're people from within... From the in crowd. Okay. So, Cox massively still in there. Don Pike, favourite son. Mm-hmm. Ash Hansen, premiership player. Anyway, so I think they've said, mate, I don't really want to come there at the moment. Because, you know, you haven't bottomed out in terms of it's going to bump... up you're going a- to next year. You're going to bump along the ground uh, um, for two, two gonna more gonna years. It's going to be a long
0: year next year. I'm going to need... All, out. And
1: as you said, I'm going to need a lot of guarantees that I'm not going to get the lemon and sass mm-hmm. after two years. And... I, I need to know that I'm not just a development coach. So that's the big question. Because really, if you're if I'm the Eagles, I'm bringing in a
0: development coach, aren't I? Someone who can who can look after Harley Reed and Dur. Why Why do Curtin? you have to have a development coach? Because yeah. you've got to develop the no, players. Aren't your assistant coaches also development coaches?
1: Yeah, but the so main he, dude, he's he. You know what I mean? The draw, main driver. A lot of those guys will be they'll be making changes everywhere. Yeah, right? So as they should be because so it's in a complete mess. The, at the whole moment. system will be development. Because they will have five or six of the best young West young Australians in their club. Young Australians, yeah. as in football, as in football. Yeah. So they'll be having a get Harley Reid and turn him into what he can be. Dursmer into what he can be. Daniel Curtin to what he can be. I can't remember the fourth the guy. The
0: cackle is that they're probably ag- going looking at Harley Reid now, and you can maybe trade some other earlier picks in. Yeah, if they
1: if they got uh, the, the offer from Hill, they'll trade it off. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Oh, the other one is Clay Hall, Derek yeah. Hall's son. Good kid. Spoke mate, to
0: him a few weeks ago, yeah.
1: Looks super as well. So anyway, back to my point. <laughs> so <laughs> I've spoken to these blokes. You know, we've got a so there's three huge things they've got to overcome. One is, will they survive the the, the downtime, their new coaches? You know, like, will you, can you guarantee I won't get the sack in the third year mm-hmm. and you'll get another great AFL coach in to replace me? Um, can you – guarantee that you're not just looking at me as a development coach and that I'm just here to build the ability of these guys. So I have to back myself that I can prove to you that I can coach the team to a grand. So, you know, you have a grand final, a, a final coach, don't you? A guy can take you through like Ross Lyon. Mm-hmm. And then you have a development coach who now Ross reckons he can be, but I don't think he can. Um, so the, all those factors are playing into why no one's moved on Simmer, Okay. And, and, and a $6 million payout.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hi, quarters and Barra. Here is an example of how Fremantle is beige. During their July Open training session, the fans were located at the western end of the Oval. The Dockers did their drills at the eastern end of the Oval, away from the majority of fans to voice their admiration and for the team to embrace the crowd support. By contrast, the next day, West Ham United did their drills at the same end of the soccer field as where the fans were located. The admiration and the crowd support was very noticeable, so much so that our sons, who previously showed no interest in soccer, have embraced soccer and West Ham United as their team. Nope, soup for you, the soup Nazi. Uh, That's from Michelle. (laughs) Uh, I I wasn't there, so I can't vouch for that, but I'm I'm taking her word on it. Yeah, well, if that happened, then that's not right. They should train in front of the fans.
1: The bottom line is that it's all about winning. People just said West Australians love winners. They They only care about winners.
0: Actually, I'm going to... Put another caveat on that. It's not just about winning. It's about your fans. Fans put like they're the bums on seats, mate. They are what they are. Your members. So now, you know. what I, what I mean is,
1: to attracting fans is all about winning. The most, the biggest yeah, criteria. Ninety percent of, of everything of is if you're winning. Yes, okay, agree. I, agree yeah, so I agree with that. So, but you got to look after. So, them. see how Tottenham
0: goes. <laughs> Tottenham or <laughs> West Ham? See how the Spurs go. West, and West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. Uh, high quarters. And they'll Barrett. be out.
1: They'll be. They'll relegated almost, won't they? From the Premier League.
0: Uh, Close. Yeah. Uh, This weekend, the two local clubs have underwhelming games. I don't really agree with that, which may prove to be of little interest for the crowd. Well, geez, it won't be here. Uh, Maybe for entertainment to spice things up, they could go back to the future and have the Fremantle players helicopter into GMHBA Stadium, (laughs) Brian Peake style. (laughs) At Optus, they could release a rampaging circus elephant (laughs) to run around the boundary and (laughs) terrorise the crowd. Kind regards, Andrew. Well... I remember the Brian Peake. I remember him arriving in a helicopter at uh, Cadenia Park. <laughs> just and expl- the elephant just, was at Arden Street. Yeah. It was in North Melbourne. It was a promotion for a circus and the elephant was doing laps and the crowd was there and it got a bit out of control and was rampaging for a while and no one was injured thankfully but it was a bit concerning there for a while that there could have been a <laughs> imagine being going to Arden Street to watch a game of footy and you're killed by a rampaging elephant that's something i reckon you weren't expecting when you wake up that day and how, you got on
1: a tram to go to the footy how were those days though you can bring you can oh, bring an elephant big. to the game Pig. and put him on the ground and no <laughs> one would go, is that a good idea, <laughs> Ashton? And it actually got away. Have you seen the vision? It and gets away. the, way, the, bloke, the yeah. kid on top, he's going up and down. Go, holy
0: crap, Out i a stop and this By thing? the way, if, remember Arden Street? Did you ever play at Arden Street? <laughs> yeah. Arden Street was really close, wasn't it, to the crowd. And there was a lot of terrace area around Arden Street. The so galloping gas elevator. That was the, the gas. Uh, we
1: should tell the Brian Peake story. So Peakey got recruited by Geelong, came with a massive reputation, West Australia's greatest player and all that sort of stuff. And not being very clever, the great man, I played with Peaky. He came to Perth at the end of his career because he wanted to play 400. Mm-hmm. And and I said, mate, you need to retire. And he goes, I'm going to Perth to play my 400, right? <laughs> he wanted to be one of the rare blokes to play 400. So, and it was classic because when he was at the Demons, it'd be like this in the change rooms. I'm the chief midfielder, right, at this stage. And he goes, boys, come in here. When you get the footy... Kick it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the pre-game strategy. He was full forward, and he said, "If you don't kick it to me on a sledger and you'll be very embarrassed." And all the young boats going, "Yes, Mister Peake. No worries, Mister Peake." Did I'm you going. kick it to him? Yeah, absolutely, I kicked <laughs> it to him. And he kicked a few. He, he, he went all right. He was, he was right. He must have been forty-eight or something by then. But yeah. um, but it, so he's made the blue of, of arriving. In Melbourne at Tullamarine or whatever your airport's called. It's
0: Tullamarine, yeah. Yeah,
1: and decide, they're deciding to take a chopper. I mean, how dumb is that? If you're, Why is that dumb? Uh, oh, how much pressure are you putting on
0: yourself? I mean, are you being facetious? No. Can I tell you something? W- why would he ask that? 1970, <laughs> why is that dumb? 1977, every single game of the Hawthorne season, Peter Hudson flew on the day of the game from um, Hobart, where he <laughs> ran a pub, to Tullamarine, and then got a chopper to the game. Yeah, Peter Hudson, mate. You've gone to the greatest player of all
1: time. I think he was estab- one of the
0: greatest players of all no, time. No,
1: established at Hawthorne. This is a new bloke, a blow-in from Western Australia who's lobbing on your ground in a chopper. If you're one of the Geelong guys, it. you're going, who is this halfback flanker? I love it. It's horrible. I did it once on the beach because we used to chop everywhere at seven when we had our own chopper, and the Eagles were training, okay, just and I just retired, I chop it in. The boys are up up north. I chop it in and got out of the chopper. I felt like the biggest dick, uh, <laughs> like I a feeding, And the boys are going, "Look at this peanut." Well, Barra's lost a plot. So He's lost touch with
0: reality. He's getting out of a chopper for Eagles training. <laughs> I'll tell you very. That's quick.
1: what they would have been
0: thinking about. Well, people. they would have. I, I, but it has worked. Now, just a very quick one because a couple of couple of ma- uh, mailbag to go, but. I was at Glastonbury Music Festival in England. F- great music festival. Did you chopper in there? And, well, no, but an act pulled out, and at the last minute, another act got put in, and that was The Darkness. Do you remember that band? Yeah. They no. were sort of a spoof, like. <laughs> um, a heavy metal band. They were quite, a couple of years, they were pretty big, sold a lot of albums. Anyway, they realised we'll never be at Glastonbury again. So they all the money they had, they spent their last cent flying into Glastonbury in a chopper because they just wanted to be rock stars for one day. And they were so different that they sort of became rock stars for a couple of years. So it can work. But I'll move on. Uh G'day, Quarters and Barrett. Love the show. Never miss it. My first question is about Rory Lobb. Would he be well served by trying for a trade to Melbourne or Essendon? Both teams need a decent key forward, and he isn't going to want to stay in the VFL for the dogs. And he certainly isn't a top choice for their AFL team, with Norton being the main target. Second, I'm not sure about the 17 and 6 system that is being proposed. It seems beneficial on the surface, but it will mean that the teams sitting in 7th and 13th will be advantaged versus the teams in 6th and 12th, as though teams will be playing, be playing higher-ranked teams. Tough, I say. While 7th and 13th will be playing teams below them, it will upend the ladder and inferior teams will rise up. Although it would be more work for the schedules, a better system would be to spread the games throughout the ladder for all teams. Just a bit of food for thought. Cheers, guys. James Brown, who James feels Brown. good. I
1: feel good. Um, I tell you what, that's a great email. That yep. first bit about lob, Well done, James, because I believe that's exactly about lob. exactly how his manager is thinking. Melbourne or Essendon would go... Hello, hello, would you like Roy Lobb? Your forward line's quite weak. Two-metre Peter's not doing the job. Uh, could Do you want to go there? I think Hawthorne's the other one as well, by the way. I, I like that Mitch. What's
0: his face? Mitch Lewis. Yeah, yeah, he's good. But you need a second Kisitsky's one. there. You need a second. Kaczynski's okay. Kaczynski. Kaczynski. How's he gone this year? Jacob Kis- oh, He's He's been up and down, but still young forward. <laughs> anyway, um, and the seventeen-six. I like that too, but you've got – there's no system is perfect. That's what I would you say. You want some
1: breaking news from yep. Mitch Woodcock? I do. Mitch Woodcock, who's becoming quite famous. James Aish, the only inclusion on the flight for Fremantle going to Geelong. Matt Johnson was subbed out last week while Ethan Stanley started as the sub. One of those two probably makes way for Aish. Jono has taped it
0: off. He might need a spell, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, anyway, so Aish has gone. Last on one, Barra. High quarters and Barra, and she's back, Mrs. Longmuir. Mrs. Longmuir here. Currently, Collingwood sit two games clear on the ladder. Surely a huge thing going in their favour is that number two and three on the ladder, Port Adelaide and Brisbane, are both interstate teams. These two teams hardly play at the MCG compared to Collingwood, creating a massive home ground advantage for the grand final. This feels like a huge advantage compared to, say, if Richmond and Carlton were the second and third best teams. What do you think, Mrs. L? Good point. Collingwood's the red-hot favourites to win the flag. No question about that. And it will help. But... Um, I mean, it's not their fault. You know, that's just – Port and Brisbane have been good enough to be second and third, so.
1: Now, give me that Victorian cap for a minute. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hand it over. Now, putting your – Collingwood, you don't reckon they're red-hot favourites? No, to no, no. I'm just putting your impartial hat on for one mm-hmm. moment. Is it unfair that Port Adelaide have to play the big finals at the MCG? Well, they
0: don't because they get home finals. They finish second. Okay. They get a Is couple. it
1: unfair that Port Adelaide has to play the grand final at the MCG? No. Best stadium, best stadium excuse in Australia me, Excuse still. me, let me finish. The home of the team that they're going to be playing. It'll be like having the grand final. The Eagles having the grand final at Optus. How would you feel about that?
0: Well, you're going to be in front Mr. of take your Victorian hat off. You're going to be in front of – I am still of a view that the grand final should be played at the MCG.
1: Yeah, but how would you feel if you were Port Adelaide I'd having be, to I'd play? I'd be
0: looking forward to the opportunity of playing um, the MCG in front of
1: 100,000. That was another thing that drove us. Look at these friggin' Victorians. 100 years <laughs> we have to play at that, sh- that bloody MCG, and now we've got this brilliant stadium, Optus. You think they can now come out here and grab a grand final? Why don't they rotate the grand final around? Why don't they follow the N- NFL and be, you know, go to an impartial ground? Why has Collingwood got this? You understand, mate. Do you feel better? <laughs> I'm venting. Good. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel better? Not really. Good.
0: No. Okay, it's who wins? The <laughs> so we had a good um, email from Rido from Cananara this week about the Premiers in the last four home games. Um, a good email from Joshua Josh from Perth about Harley Reid. Um, Who's have, the winner, my friend? Well, I'm going to go with – I'm just looking through them here. Um, I'm going to go with Saxon, given that he called me a footy legend.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yep, you yeah. are a footy So, beach.
0: Saxon, you are the winner. Please send your details to Quarters and Barra at WANews.com.au. Please keep your mail coming in. Keep it short too if you can. You have been listening to Quarters and Barra. We have been brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch, but please gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help on 1800 858, 858 if you have any issues. Barra, we will be back on Tuesday to peel apart round mm. twenty and to see whether Let's I see. am now. Clear again. You've either in the fallen tipping
1: panel. and crashed gloriously and magnificently, or you've tailed up Basil.
0: At least he's, I'm having a crack. Here's your Victorian cat, though. Thank you, mate. If you're a fan of the podcast, why not get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. Don't forget to give us a rating or review, and of course, tell your mates. This has been the Quarters and Barra podcast on the game. Subscribe wherever.